we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Lakers weekend just starting up for you on a Friday night. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week. Twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts, plus inside sports, fantasy football. Go ahead and check out our upcoming episode this month on the NBA NFL free agency. NFL free agency is going to be coming. And how is that going to affect your fantasy football team? We're going to go ahead and have an episode later this month discussing it on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Daniel Perry, always a great laugh right there. The Dylan Windler era is over, but I'll explain that here in a second. So go ahead and check out what we're doing today at Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Joe Soro, happy birthday to you. He is 46 years old today. Hopefully he doesn't come on the show today because he should be celebrating his 46th birthday today. You can go ahead and catch him normally as Hawks 1947 at LakersBall.com is, is company Simblades, Simblades with the Y.com. And of course, he's the guy behind Lakers Nightcap with Joe Sorrell. So go ahead and uh, check him out there. Plus, also as well, of course, go ahead and check out our good friends, Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Yo, plus also as well, of course, Lakers Corner and Clutch Talk with John Costa. Of course, Empire Jeff TV, Lakers and Five, John McCallion Channel, all these great channels. Go ahead and support us. Speaking of supporting, you always have to go ahead and make sure you like and subscribe today to get that latest notification on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. And for those out there watching on Facebook, go ahead and like and follow us. Twitch, Twitter, wherever you catch us, go ahead and check it out. The Lakers Fast Break. Happy birthday to Joe indeed. He may or may not be joining us. I really didn't want to go ahead and disturb him, but I put it out there if he wants to join us because I thought I'd come on for a few minutes and talk about the latest two-way signing for the Lakers. Harry Giles III. The Dylan Windler era is sadly over. Sharky, I know, was probably devastated at this point, who's usually in our chat. He's probably not a happy man, and I'm sure we'll go ahead and let him know when he comes back on here next time he does. But it is Dylan Winner, the guy known for his 22 points and 33 rebounds, and the next day being signed up by the Lakers. He gets released because the Lakers, with the injuries to Christian Wood, and also as well to, of course, Colin Castleton with that broken wrist. It is going to be Harry Giles III becoming a member of the Lakers under a two-way contract. He will not be able to play all the upcoming games, the finalized games. I think he'll be able to only be eligible for a portion of them. But to make himself playoff eligible, because the last day is today, March the 1st, that you can sign someone and they'll be playoff eligible unless there are certain uh, emanating circumstances. But for the most part, most of these players, uh, if they don't get signed today to a contract, they will not be eligible for the playoffs. The Lakers, amongst the flurry of minor transactions today, went ahead and signed him, Harry Giles III, to a two-way contract. So a two-way contract for Harry Giles III, forward center. 
He's been in the league in and out uh, for several seasons now, a former first-round draft pick, a guy who has not had the greatest of luck before. He did have injuries to both of his knees, uh, so hopefully uh, he will find some sort of footing with the Lakers. He last played recently with the Brooklyn Nets, averaging three points and four rebounds. So the question I'm throwing out to you, do you think he can help the Lakers bench rotation in the times and games he's able to go ahead and be eligible to play for the Lakers for the rest of the season? So we'll find out if that's the case, but he is a member of the team. Again, Dylan Windler is no longer. So that's the question I pose to you. And I will tell you, I will tell you that the guys from the Lakers fast break when this broke earlier this evening, I actually caught it really quickly too, uh, as soon as it was announced. And I'm like, I got some free time on my hands, everyone. I gave it a shout out on the email at LakersFastBreakOfTheYahoo.com to the guys, to the whole crew. Anybody interested in coming on to talk about Harry Giles III? Is this something we want to go ahead and discuss? Do you think he could be a factor? And uh, I do love our guys, and I do love the participation that they have with us. But all I heard was crickets. Crickets. So I think that spells it all about Harry Giles III and what they think that he may do. Although, you never know, the Lakerholics crew of Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet, who will be doing the pregame for me tomorrow at 1 p.m., a little bit earlier because I will not be available for the pregame. So they will be doing the pregame at one o'clock tomorrow. I've already set it up for you. You already see it on YouTube and Facebook right there for you. So it is not that exciting to them that we signed Harry Giles III. Dante says, Gerald, what's that three ninjas mask behind you? You have to wear it for a full stream if Lakers beat the Nuggets. Well, Dante, funny you should mention that. It's been there all this time. But... If you check out the Pop Culture Cosmos, me and my good friend John Orlando for the PVD cast, we actually cut a promo as a fictional wrestling tag team. And I actually had that and wore that on and put that on on the show. So if you want to go check out the Pop Culture Cosmos from yesterday, I had a great time talking about the world of pro wrestling. And I did put that on and I'll put it on if the Lakers beat the Nuggets in a playoff series, Dante in a playoff series this season. I'll do that. Not for just a regular game. I may put it on for a few minutes. I may put it on for a few minutes, Dante. For you, I'll put it on for a few minutes if the Lakers beat the Nuggets. But for a full stream, they've got to go ahead and beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series. There you go. Lakers and Five, salute to you. Keep up the great work that you do each and every day at Lakers and Five. Please support them by liking and subscribing indeed. Adam Hurley says, at least he's 6'10". He's, yeah, he's 6'10", forward center, like Harry Giles. Well, Adam, Harry Giles III is a story of what could have been uh, because uh, he was a phenom in high school, uh, was someone that was going to be very highly sought after, but unfortunately injuries derailed his career. And he's been on the fringes ever since. So the three points and four rebounds, uh, 
uh, average is probably what we will see during his time with the Lakers. I, I don't think you should be asking or anyone else out there should be asking for much more than that. I think it would be unfair to him at this stage. I know that the Lakers will probably try him out as a test to see if he can give Jackson Hayes a run for his money and as far as a backup forward. But I just think at this point in time, you're not going to see a whole lot from Harry Giles III the rest of the way out. But he should help us in the rebounding department, which is a very deficient department that we have seen. Empire Jeff TV, big shout out to you. Go ahead and make sure you like and subscribe Empire Jeff TV today whenever he goes on the show. And please go ahead and make sure you catch out all the greatest programming that he and Lakers 5 do every single day, along with Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Yo, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to them. But it's the Lakers fast break. Sports Baby says Lakers need healthy players. That they do. That's why they signed Harry Giles III. If no less than having a healthy body big man for the practice, for their practices, for whenever they do uh, and try to run their plays and whatnot, just to run up and down during scrimmage and things of that nature. At least if they have that, that's at least a benefit to them. With Christian Wood still out for at least another week before they evaluate his knee. With Colin Castleton out with the fractured wrist, probably going to be gone for the rest of the season. And then, of course, also as well, Jared Vanderbilt, who has not even come back to the court yet with his rehabilitation. Same thing with Gabe Vincent. He has not come back with his injury from his knee injury. He is still yet to go back on the court from his rehabilitation. So, yes, the Lakers do have some injured bodies, and it's going to be nice to at least have one more big man to hopefully be able to spell Anthony Davis, even if it's just for a few minutes. And if you can get away with whatever, just just even if it's a quick blow for him as far as, you know, just even more, give him more extensive rest than you have right now, Anthony Davis, I think that's a benefit. And that's all you can ask from a guy for like Harry Giles III. I think if anybody asks for more, I think that's where you are pushing it because this is not the Harry Giles III that came up from the preps that came up as such a vaunted player before his devastating knee injuries. And that sapped obviously some of his athleticism, although he's been able to gain quite a bit of it back uh, and has been able to make a fringe career in the league playing for teams like Sacramento and Brooklyn. So I'm wishing him all the best. I'm wishing him all the best. I do not have much faith that he will actually be able to give you something substantial on a consistent basis. And also the fact that he's on a two-way, we don't have him every single game for the rest of the season, but he will be able to, at times, hopefully be able to be a big body that can rebound and hopefully play some post-defense for the Lakers. And that's all you can ask for a guy like that coming in on a two-way. Current affairs says with Wood and Castleton out, we need center death badly. That is correct. That's why he was signed. So Sharky, I'm sorry if you're listening out there, if you're watching out there, Unfortunately, your guy, Dylan Windler, couldn't quite cut the mustard. Again, when I talked about uh, yesterday, when it concerns like JHS, because JHS scored 38 points in the South Bay Lakers game, you're like, oh, right. He's right there. He's all ready to go ahead and do some great things in the NBA. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a big step between the G League and the NBA 
And I think we saw that with someone like Dylan Windler because Windler, again, 22 points and 33 rebounds just before he signed with the Lakers. And you saw he could barely sniff the court once he got into the NBA. Adam Hurley says, do you think Ham will play Giles Gerald? I think he'll be tempted to, Adam. Uh, I think he will. I think you'll see a point where he will play him a few minutes and give him a run because he is a known commodity. Coaches fall in love with known commodities. Adam, as someone who doesn't like Torian Prince, Torian Prince is a known commodity in the league. He has actually coached him before on the Atlanta Hawks. So he has a comfortability factor when you have a known commodity in the league. Harry Giles III has been a fringe NBA player, but he has played in the league. So I think they will give him probably more run than they would ever give Colin Castleton as a rookie. I know that sounds weird, guys, because Colin Castleton has been, you know, come up through the system. He's played as hard as he can at the South Bay Lakers. We did get to see, unfortunately, a test against Alperin Shagun that didn't quite work out so well. And then he, we just pretty much never saw him again. But I really think as a known quantity in the league, a guy who has played some rotational minutes this season for the Brooklyn Nets, I think he will get a little bit of burn, at least a shot. He'll at least get a look uh, because of the fact Jackson Hayes does get in foul trouble at times and Jackson Hayes on defense. How should I say this nicely? It's a roller coaster. Uh, Jackson Hayes, one minute is blocking the shot. Next minute, he's looking lost because someone did a simple pick and roll to make him look stupid. So uh, it's... It was kind of touch and go with Jackson Hayes. So, you know, if that frustrates Ham, I think you will see Harry Giles, whether or not Harry Giles III can capitalize on this given amount of time that he'll get, we'll wait and see. I think the thing is, if he can come in and rebound in his time with the Lakers, that's what I would ask. If he can get you some points, that's great. But the rebounding for a team that's deficient in defensive rebounding outside of Anthony Davis, it is crucial that this that Harry Giles comes in and be, is able to go ahead and provide some rebounding for the Lakers in order for them to go ahead and win some games, A, and B, have him be a viable part of the rotation going forward. Adam said he is a good rebounder. That's what he can do, Adam. That's pretty much what he could do. He can't really... He's not really athletic like he once was because that double knee injury has sapped a little bit of that athleticism as well it should. But he does provide you a body that has a base where he can go ahead and rebound. And that's one thing he did well or did decently in Brooklyn when he was given the opportunity. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. 
I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Darren said it was a good signing because a five-guard lineup was brewing. Darren, you might be right on that still. But uh, I think as a known commodity, he will get some burn. I don't know if it's going to be tomorrow. We'll see what happens with the the foul trouble for the Lakers uh, as far as AD. If AD gets into foul trouble, Jackson Hayes gets into foul trouble, that could be an option for the Lakers. We could see him sooner rather than later starting tomorrow's game at 5.30 p.m. Pacific right there for you on ABC. Uh, We'll go ahead and make sure we simulcast the game on playback, playback playback.tv, South Sacred Fast Break. I hope the guys will be there. I will be there for the post game. So I will be glad to go ahead and make sure we go ahead and evaluate Harry Giles III if he's able to go ahead and sign or play with the Lakers tomorrow night. Uh, Gerald, wait, did you, did Doom Part 2 release today? Cool, bro. Get with the times, man. Yes. Yes. I announced it. I was on the Pop Culture Cosmos last week and on Monday show saying about cool uh, about how Doom Part 2 was releasing this weekend. So, yes, it is available to go ahead and get into theaters now. Plenty of seats available. Highly recommend the IMAX version or at least the XD version at the very least. So go ahead and check out Dune Part 2. Amazing reviews. So go ahead and check it out, Dune Part 2, this weekend. Kurt Affairs has already seen it, and he said it was great. You don't need any more reviews than that. Right there. Right there from Kurt Affair. Kurt Affair is the film critique master. How about that for you, Kurt? Paula Trady blows up the Death Star. <laughs> of course, what do you get from Kurt? But it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do sign Harry Giles III. I thought I'd come on for just a few minutes to go ahead and talk to you about Harry Giles to see if uh, what your interest level lies with Harry Giles III. Uh, I do think that Harry Giles III can help the rebounding, like I said. But what I don't want is what Laker fans sometimes do. Okay, Laker fans always do when we get a signing is that they put too much into whatever it is that the Lakers or whoever it is, the Lakers sign and they expect way too much. And they, they raise this person way too much as far as making such a huge contribution. And then they end up not meeting our expectations. So I want to temper everybody's expectations on Harry Giles, the third, so that he can exceed them in all of our eyes. I think he's a good rebounder. I think he gives some nice post defense, uh, and, but that's basically how he's been able to stay in the league because of his, the injuries that he had. He's no longer able to go ahead and be as athletic as he once was, but still he should be able to go ahead and hopefully provide some of the things that we need 
in the absence of Christian Wood and also as well Colin Castleton. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but wait, wait and see. Uh, Scarlet and Blue, the original Dune film. Are you talking about David Lynch's Dune? Scarlet and Blue? I don't know. Dune Part 1 was an amazing film for me, and I'm so excited to see Dune Part 2, which I will be doing tomorrow. So I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, Ron says, play him with AD against the Nuggets. And that's the thing, Ron's what he can do is that he is versatile. He can play at the four or at the five. So if you could see him in the mix with AD, as far as a big man rotation playing together, rebounding underneath, the only thing is, Ron's you put another non-shooter out there. That will be the thing. If he's not able, if you're not able to go ahead and put shooters around AD and Harry Giles, if they're in there together, let's just say if they're in there together, that's going to be a thing. You need to put shooters around those guys in order to go ahead and still be able to stretch the floor and have those guys be able to get the rebounds on both the offensive and defensive end to be able to go ahead and be effective there. Similar to what we saw in that final week of Jared Vanderbilt before he got hurt, where he was cutting consistently to the basket. He was underneath the basket to get offensive rebounds. He was cutting to the basket to get easy layups and dunks. That's what Harry Giles III, if you put him out there, should be doing. If you have him play alongside AD or you just have him in there, make sure he's in the dunker spot and be able to go ahead and and still do it so we'll see uh cool bro <laughs> oh this battle between old dune and new dune uh i'm i'm gonna let you guys have it on that one but again it, it new dune dune part one as someone who has seen all the dunes even the uh the lousy mini series yeah this is by far and away uh from what i'm seeing the best version of dune realized with dune part one and Dune part two SC for life says, I like this Giles. He has moves like AD and is aggressive for rebounds. Again, SC, SC I think that, uh, and by the way, fight on. Uh, aggressive for rebounds, that's what he needs to do. He has found a place and a niche in the league because he has been able to go ahead and provide you some defense and some rebounding. Again, that's all he can do. That's why he's still a fringe NBA player. So let's put realizations out there. Let's make it sure it's realistic for you. But that's something the Lakers need. So again, given the opportunity, I expect him to at least give you extreme effort on the defensive end and be able to get you some rebounds. If you're asking for more, that's when we're asking for trouble. Cool bro says, Gerald, I think it might be the I think it might be the biggest Dune fan I know, even the miniseries. Uh, yeah, again, cool bro. The first Dune from David Lynch was there. I've seen it a couple times. It's it's hammy, it's quirky, it's a mashed up version, all in it's it's too condensed and truncated. I love Sting in that film. He I will kill him. I will kill him with that British voice out there trying to go ahead and kill Paul Atreides in the film. Yeah. And all that, and but that was uh, he was so over the top. It was so comical. It was fun, uh, and of course Patrick Stewart was there as Gurney. So yeah, that was that was fun. But yeah, Doom Part One blows it away. It's it's not even close. It's not even close. And I'm sure Doom Part Two, I will be enjoying it from all the advanced reviews, calling it. Uh, you know, they're putting up the layer of the Empire Strikes Back. They're putting up the layer of the Twin Towers. 
the, the two towers for the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they're they're putting it at the level of some of the best sequels of all time. So you can't get any more praise than that. But is the Lakers fast break? Dante says he better play tomorrow. Maybe a gem for defense and rebounding stints. Again, that's what he can do, Dante. So if that's the case, I'm I'm hoping he will do just that and be able to provide the defense and rebounding we need. So yes. Has anyone seen Giles? <laughs> I have seen Giles in live action. Yes, Dante, this season. Uh again, uh, it's he's just a backup big guy. He plays defense hard and he rebounds, and that's it. If you're asking for more, you're not going to get it. He just isn't that guy. He when he was that guy, that was two knee surgeries ago. Remember, he blew out both knees. So yeah, that's that's the thing. Who is Giles Cobro? Cobro, read the description. Harry Giles the third is a player that the Lakers signed today on a two-way contract, releasing Dylan Windler, which all apologies to Sharky. Dylan Windler era is over, but he's a forward center, 6'10. Uh, he's bounced around the league with several teams, including Sacramento, including Brooklyn earlier this season. Uh, his uh Season to date is three points and four rebounds. And again, this is something due to the fact that Christian Wood and also as well, Colin Castleton are both out with injuries. There's still another week before they evaluate Christian Wood and his knee injury. And of course, they're also waiting to evaluate Colin Castleton with his fractured wrist. Although if you fracture wrist, it probably will need surgery. It would be my guess would be my guess. And then if that's the case, he's out for the season as well. Uh, his profile says 6'11". I've seen 6'10", 6'11", Darren, uh, depending on what you... If you go take a look at his NBA draft profile, he was listed as 6'10", 6'11". Uh, he was a former first-round draft pick. But again, uh, you know, if you guys are expecting much more from him, I think that's, that's asking for way too much for a guy that's been a fringe NBA player. If he comes in, plays good defense, and uh, gets us some rebounds, both on the offensive and defensive glass. I think that's what you should ask for. I think that's what we should ask for. And I think that's that's more than what we expected for a guy who is on a two-way contract, who cannot play all the games for the rest of the way. He's only being played. He only is eligible for a limited number of games. Uh, I have to find out exactly how many that is. But yeah, he will be available on a two-way. So as a two-way, he'll only be available for a certain amount of games going forward. So. We'll see what happened. Uh, Kurt Affair says, uh, Z, we can't expect common sense and logic out of him. How long did it take for Rui to start? <laughs> Darvinham. <laughs> the hate for Darvinham continues. Again, um, I think he'll get some burn. He is a known commodity in the league, and obviously we've seen with Torian Prince and Spencer Dinwiddie coming in off the buyout. Ham likes known commodities and uh, whether or not that works out, we'll wait and see. But again, I'm not expecting a whole lot from Harry Giles. The third, as I mentioned before, I asked the guys earlier if they wanted to come on and do the show earlier and get uh, your, their thoughts on Harry Giles, the third, and they were so excited to do so. I got silence, Zippo, nothing. So that tells you right there what they think of Harry Giles, the third. I think that Harry Giles, the third, is again somebody that's going to come in, hopefully get you five to fifteen minutes a game, and get you the three points and four rebounds that he's been getting. And if he gets you more than that, I think that's outstanding. If he gets you less than that, that won't be surprising to me. 
But it is, of course, the Lakers fast break. Uh, yes, don't forget to subscribe to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Truly appreciate it, cool bro. Uh, yes, thank you so much for doing so. But it is Gerald Glassford. Uh, Ron says, thoughts on Shake Milton? He was waived earlier this evening by the Pistons. Should we cut a player and add him? Although he's a guard and think he's athletic and a good defender, in my opinion. If you're interested in offense, as far as a guy who can be very streaky, is he an upgrade over Dinwiddie? You're going to have to ask yourself, yes or no. Is Shake Milton a better player than Spencer Dinwiddie? Some people would say yes. Some people would say no. I would say slightly in the yes. But I'm not sure the Lakers will go ahead and waive him uh, unless they want to go ahead and waive Spencer Mays, who is also on a two-way. If that's the case, they could bring on Shake Milton for a two-way. But I don't think Shake Milton would be accepting of a two-way contract. He, I bet he thinks he can get still get signed by a contender uh, to go ahead and get some more burn. So we'll see what happens with Shake Milton. Marcus Morris is still out there. So we'll see what happens with Marcus Morris as well to see if he is going to land on a different team here. So he'll become playoff because he is playoff eligible because he was released uh, the other day as well. Uh, Skylar Mays. Yes. Skylar Mays. Skylar Mays. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, see, we played so well and played so much that uh, kind of mispronounced his name. So, yes, Skylar Mays. Yes, he is would be the one that should be would be waived most likely that uh, if offered a two way for Shake Milton. But I have a feeling Shake Milton uh, will be looking for a guaranteed rest of the season contract from a contender. So we'll see what happens indeed. But Russell Westbrook has a fractured left hand. Does that really affect his shooting stroke, Kurt? Does it really? Really? I don't think so. Yes. Need I digress on that? We'll see what happens with Shake Milton. We'll see what happens with uh, Skylar Mays uh, to see if he's the actual guy that's uh, going to be released and uh, you know somebody else put in a slot, or they'll decide to keep him as a two-way. We'll see what happens. But Shake Milton, Marcus Morris are still out there, but the Lakers did sign Harry Giles the third as a forward center to see if they can go ahead and provide some. Better defense and better rebounding, something they sorely need because their rebounding has been awful all season and their defense in the past five weeks has been abysmal. So we'll see what happens as the Lakers host the Denver Nuggets tomorrow. Please join the guys from the Lakerholics crew, Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out what Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet are doing today at Lakerholics.com. And you'll get to see them tomorrow, setting off Lakers weekend with their Lakers Holics pregame. That's right. Laker Holics pregame with Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom, 1 p.m. Pacific. Go ahead and join. I've already, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you're already see it right there on your channel. That is going to be there, 1 p.m. Pacific. They'll be there. Uh, Zanger Science says, Kurt, I never forget Ham putting D Lo, Austin Rui together on the bench for five games a season. Never, never forget. So <laughs> you don't seem to forget as well. I also forget. Uh, I also don't forget that uh, Z. That you also said that AD was uh, going to be a great outside shooter, and giving him a lot of three-point shots was a good idea. So you saw how that worked. Worked. So yes, I know Darvin Ham thinking that AD was going to be a uh, you know 
a elite outside shooter and giving him a lot of shots and opportunities from behind the arc was a good idea and going five out was a good idea. You know, that was, uh, that has not worked out all that well for the Lakers, but the Lakers are shooting better. They still are playing terrible defense. So hopefully Harry Giles, the third can fix that. Oh, Zangerstein. He has shot some three pointers. Yes, he has. You have seen him miss quite a few three pointers AD in the past, uh, month on that it's like i think what was it somebody said four for 25 the other day his last four for 25 he is under 27 percent on the season from behind the arc that's not good i would ask ad stop shooting the three get underneath be and and demand the ball for some post-ups or some mid-range shots that's what ad does best he should not be shooting threes ever again doesn't matter doesn't matter, Z. Should not be shooting it. A guy that shoots 27%, as I told you, and I was right, he should not be shooting it from behind the arc. He need Those are shots that he can take up closer and have a much higher percentage. That can help the team. If you want three-point shots, let's go ahead and get them back to D'Angelo Russell, who's shooting over 40%. LeBron James is shooting over 40%. And Rui Hashimura at 40%. Uh, Adalbert, uh, let's go Lakers. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing if we can go ahead and get the win tomorrow. Absolutely. Great to have you here. Please like, and subscribe to get the latest notifications. I want to go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break. Uh, cool, bro. I may touch on the bad batch, but not really. I, I, I don't know how much I'll touch on it. It's not really that big. It's not translate. It's not trending well on social media, even if it's final season, I'll catch the last couple episodes and, uh, we'll go from there, but so far, you've gotten mixed results for Bad Batch in Season 3. So we'll see what happens with that. But it is the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers have signed Harry Giles the third for forward center position, hopefully as a uh, two-way replacement right now for the ailing Christian Wood and the ailing Colin Castleton. Hopefully, he can provide some minutes for the Lakers. And hopefully we can go ahead and get things done tomorrow against the Denver Nuggets. Looking forward to doing so. But it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much again for watching, listening. Tomorrow, like I said, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's already set up for you on the channel. Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet are right there for you. It is Lakerholics pregame. That's a preview. The Lakers and the Nuggets. <laughs> Scarlet and blue. So funny. Oh, man. Sign says, Scarlet AD was just doing so much on defense given that D'Lo and Reeves have zero resistance unless they are on. Uh, AD has been asked to do a lot, but uh, in certain games where they're getting away from him underneath, like even when he has a 40-point game, somehow in the fourth quarter, he isn't getting the ball. He isn't getting enough touches, in my opinion. But again, that's a bigger story. The Lakers have won. Let's go ahead and focus on that. The Lakers uh, look tomorrow to win against the Nuggets. They are now 10th place. They have fallen to 10th place with the victory by Golden State. Uh, Sacramento did get a surprising victory in overtime over Minnesota. So Minnesota was of no help tonight. And the Golden State Warriors won in Toronto. So the Lakers are now back in 10th place in the Western Conference. So they need a victory tomorrow to jump back into 9th place in the Western Conference. Can they get it? We'll find out Harry Giles III be able to make a contribution 
to the team going forward in their drive towards a play-in or a playoff push, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say it, the playoff push is now for the Lakers. This is going to be a very, very tough stretch of games for the Lakers, as we have described many times on this show. So can the Lakers do it? We'll find out. We'll find out indeed. But it is the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for watching listening. I'm going to go ahead and head on out, but it is Gerald Glassford. If you have any questions for us, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com or put it in the comments right below on Facebook or YouTube as well. Again, tomorrow, the Lakerholics, Jamie Sweet and Laker Tom will be here. And they will be your pregame guys for the Lakers and Nuggets. Looking forward to hearing what they have to say about everything going on in the world of the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, they'll be there for you doing the Lakerholics pregame as only they can do right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Thanks, everyone. Have a good evening and be safe.